Greetings from Soundography, a crash course in music, one band at a time. I'm Brian Ibbett. And I am Hammond Chamberlain. And this week, Hammond was was the headmaster. He was in charge. He was the uh, me in the you gotta listen to this. I was the you in that statement. He was the me saying you gotta listen to this. Hammond, what made you uh, decide before we even say what it is? What, what made you determine that this was the thing you were going to make me listen to? Uh, okay. I will say off the bat, I had three things to pick from. And yeah. I finally settled on this one. And the reason being is this is in the top five of this particular type of album. It's right up there with other four, I guess I could say other four mm-hmm. musicals that mm-hmm. are up there. So it's Sweeney Todd, Chess, it's Godspell, it's Assassins, and then there's this. And, and by top five, your top five, right? Yes, like my top five. Yes, my yes. personal okay. my personal favorites. And yes. so this is up there. It's been up there since I heard it back in 1991, the first time. Okay. And uh, I've gone to all kinds of lengths to obtain recordings, and we'll tell those stories. <laughs> Can't wait to hear that. So, uh, all right. So it is. Uh, the, the musical is called Paris. It's a musical by John English, Australian um, musician John English. And uh, dude, I, I had never, ever heard of this. As a matter of <laughs> fact, you even gave me the option. You said, here's a couple choices. Which of these do you like? And I'm like, ah, you know what? Let's do this. And I'm glad that that you uh, had this as your choices, had, had this among your choices for me to listen to because I totally dig this. This is really, really good. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite. So I was introduced, so I was working in the theater department in college and there's this guy whose name was Adam. He was uh, from Australia. And I said, hey, Adam, do you have a, I don't know, you've got a, quite a collection of musicals. Would you mind making me a tape and just introducing me to stuff I don't know? And he sure. said, sure. So on there, he gave me the song, uh, A Little Comedy of Love from the musical Romance, Romance. It has Scott Bakula in it, which was awesome. <laughs> cool. Nice. And then he put two or three songs. He put Business and uh, uh, The Leader, the two songs back to back from this musical. And I was enthralled by this. So I went to him and said, hey, Adam, how can I get a copy of this? Because it's not for sale in the States. He goes, well, I'm going home for Christmas. Uh, if you give me the money, I'll just buy you a copy of it. So he comes back from Christmas break and I have the cassette box set. Who cares what the fates are bringing what could go wrong Out here where the night breeze blowing Seems like she's singing along Who cares just Of Paris that I've had since 1990, 1991. Wow. And then in 2003, they reissued it again on CD and they added some songs. So I paid a exorbitant amount of money to have that shipped to me from Australia. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I can't say yeah. I've made a bad decision in any no, of it because I'm, this is awesome. I'm totally digging. I totally dig this. And this, um, this, one of the first things that did was make me try to remember if I've had you listen to uh, Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds as part of a You Gotta Listen to No, this. you have not. Okay. Are you familiar with that? Nope, I am not. Okay, good. Then that's going to be 
maybe somehow remind me of this the next time you got to listen to this comes up for us because uh, which I know will be between the next two seasons yeah, or this between season, season, or season nine season. and ten, if you can imagine. Jeez, Louise, I can't believe it because um, this this reminded me how much I like stuff like this, especially stuff that you know isn't um, a musical that that I've seen. So I'm purely basing this on theater of the mind, of purely basing what I'm hearing on imagining the stage performance because there's no other thing to go off of. There's no uh, Hamilton on Disney. Music Man that I've seen or, you know, Hello Dolly or Cabaret or, or things like that. This is completely everything you're hearing has to take place in your head as you're listening to it. And um, and it's catchy. It's really catchy. There, uh, There's a song on there called Inside Outside near the end yep. that feels so completely out of place. But boy, do I love it. Yes. It's so I, good. Yeah, I think it's funny that the, the Trojan Warriors all have Australian accents when they sing about being drunk inside <laughs> the guts of a horse. Right. We'll show them who's the best side. <laughs> we'll kick them up the backside. Go outside and go home. So they build this horse? Yeah, they want you to get inside. The what? Kind of hide up in the front side. Whose idea was this? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, and that's, and that, I guess we should go back. So this is um, not about Paris, the city, but Paris, the hero. It, there was one of the heroes of the uh, Trojan War. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so you're dealing with, you know, Agamemnon and uh, uh, Achilles, Achilles and Menelaus. And Cassandra. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is, and, <laughs> this is so good. And I, I hate, <laughs> I hate just saying, Dude, you know, you totally got me with this thing. You completely and totally, if you would have told me, all right, I'm giving you a, and maybe you did tell me this, but if you would have said, dude, I'm giving you a musical that you've never seen, you're going to listen to it and you're going to completely love it and want to see, somehow see the stage production uh, of it, I would have said, you're crazy. Uh, I can't believe that. Well, I did say it was a musical and I did say it's one that uh, has been produced only rarely. And it's, it's like... In 2003, there was a, a an amateur production. Then again, in 2004, there was a production of it. And these are all limited to Australia. And there's like bits and pieces of them available on YouTube. I'm talking about business, Ulysses. The same thing that we're all here for. Profit, gain, call it what you will. I'm talking about the spoils of war. That's right. It's business, gentlemen. While we squabble amongst ourselves, we find no future. We're being left behind in business. But the yeah. quality's not great, and so you don't get a full thing of it. And this feels like it's going to be a big musical when you when you when you listen to it. It's got lots of voices, and you think about like in the ship when he's uh, getting lost in the storm, and the "Don't worry, everything's coming up roses" song at the very beginning. How that could be done, and what that would look like, and then. The, the court would be huge with the backup dancers that are doing the mm-hmm. ooh-wah mm-hmm. during the leader song. And and yeah. it's just, there's so much that feels, if I describe this to you, you would think it was like some kind of pipe dream, he, fever, 
hallucination because of the, the mix of styles and genres. But it all works. <laughs> well, gentlemen, what have we here? Well, I heard of this gathering, a collection of cutthroats and thieves. Now I find some so-called friends of mine here. Yeah, it really does. It's so, so good. Um, it, you know, I mean, obviously the, the, the bar that everybody would compare something like this to is Hamilton. It's, it's right up there, right? Like it's, it's got such a general appeal. Everybody loves Hamilton. See, for me, because of where, I guess, because of my, my point of reference. Your background is going to be different. This yeah. all reminds me of chess because it's the same kind of mm. thing. You've got the big choir members, the things, you've got the pseudo mm. rock tunes, you got the big pop tunes, got a couple ballads in there. You've got a couple funny songs. This this almost follows the chess template for me. And I can completely see that. And that's got, that is why I wish that I, I almost wish I could take back my previous, you got to listen to this and make you listen to uh, uh, Jeff Wayne's. Okay, so uh, we War don't have rules, Brian. We could, you could give me another one now and we just oh, throw I it could. in. We totally could. We don't have rules. This is our show. Oh my God. I want to do it. You know what I want to, I want to do it because I think, Right after this, hearing that you would you would so completely appreciate it, and I'm even going to go out on a limb and say that you're familiar with one of the songs from that from that musical, and you don't even know that. Like you don't even you're you're familiar with one of the songs, and you don't even know where it comes from. Okay, uh, all right. So I'm I'm excited about that part. Yeah. All right, so let's so we'll, we'll, we'll do talk it. about that at the end of this show. Yeah. And we'll do it. Oh, love it! I love the fact that you remind us that we're the bosses. We can do what we want, and we're going to do exactly what we want. Yeah, and this is a Patreon only <laughs> show, so everyone will get this. So it's yeah. it's it's all good. We're we're good. Cool. All right. I didn't have to. I didn't have to be a sponsor. That's so cool. Like, I'm glad you didn't make me pay to be a sponsor so I could <laughs> yeah. do an extra. No, because if that was the case, my kids would be paying for the last few seasons because we've done at least <laughs> one band that my kids and my brother-in-law and I mean we've covered family requests pretty pretty readily with, with the way we build the show. So. Right. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, all right. So back to, back to um, Paris. Now, who is John English? I mean, I know I described him as an Australian rock musician. Do I know him? Yes. You would definitely he... know John English things. Okay. Um, all right. What, what else do I know? From uh, let's English? see here. Let me roll down. Cause I don't want to get it. Uh, okay. So he was in the TV broadcast of Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. Uh, as he, the, as the, like as Jesus Christ or as a major character or something? Or just doing the music for I think he was Jesus okay. Christ. But All like, right. um, he did a bunch of songs. Um, my gosh. Uh, hang on. Let me look up his how That's fine. hit things. Cause I can't. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to ask you a question that you might not have been prepared for. No, it's fine. Cause I, <laughs> I see a lot of covers in his list. It's like, oh man, he does Dear Prudence. He does. Oh, uh, a song Against the Wind. Okay. Was him. That was one of his not, biggest hits. Not the one, not the Bob Seger one, but a different against the way. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. From the TV series, but he did a lot of he did a lot of theater. He showed up in like uh, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Joseph Finley Mason Cut Your Dream Coat, of course. Jesus Christ mm-hmm. Superstar. He died in. Oh yeah, twenty sixteen. Like yeah, yeah. Unexpected uh, health problems, which. Oh, an aortic aneurysm. Oh man, jeez. He was in. Just a lot of things. I mean, I, I I wish I could pull out stuff off the top of my head, but like he was a big deal, specifically in Australia. But you know, he had other things that he was a big deal with too. So, mm-hmm. 
In fact, I bought a, oh. a six disc box set of his called In the Black or something like that. And it has okay. a few of his soundtracks. It's got a Paris on it. It's got all kinds of different things. And it's awesome. I mean, I, 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 uh, I thoroughly enjoy what he did and and his voice for it. So, to relish petty feuding. Man, lay aside and hold your grief, your dignity and your pain. Yet in your grieving bitterness. Yeah, no, he's great. Um, <laughs> Uh, John Parr uh, yes. uh-huh. uh, is great. Um, is that, uh, I'm, I, have, I feel like I need to look this up to make sure before I say something silly, but is this the John Parr that did Man in Motion? Yes, it is exactly the, that John The St. Elmo's Fire, yes. okay. Good. Which is weird, the St. Elmo's right. Fire has now come up twice in between seasons now. Oh, no kidding. That is kind of crazy. <laughs> um, Harry Nilsson, obviously there can, there's only one Harry Nilsson. Let's see. Doc Neeson, who is the front man for the, the band The Angels. John Waters, but not, not the John Waters. I think it might be. Uh, really? I think so. Hang on. Let me, because there was a, because there, in the 2017, they did a re, a re like version of some concert for a, yeah. a, like a fundraiser. Yeah. And I think it might've been that John, not, no, 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 not John Waters, not, the director. John, yeah, not John no, Waters. This is a musician, John Waters. Yes, okay. okay. You know, Cry Baby. Yes. And, uh, yeah. yeah, not that John. Okay. No, no, no. It's funny because I look at the photo that comes up, the uh, you know, I hover over it on the Wikipedia page for Paris, and it says John Waters. And I get a dude who's got a mustache who's like, that's a thick mustache. That is not no. the thin John Waters no, mustache. It is not, that it I've is used not to. the film John Waters. It's a different, yeah. it's a okay. hairspray, it's a, not the hairspray John Waters. No, it's a different John Waters. Even though you could almost spell hairspray with the letters in Paris. Yes. Or you could almost spell Paris with the letters in hairspray. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, roll through this. Uh, uh, yeah. Just kind of briefly hit on things. And if there are things you want to say about, you know, a particular act or whatever, uh, then stop me. But I'll say, okay. so we start with the overture and the prelude, which introduces to everybody, to everybody with little character summaries and, you know, who will mm-hmm. choir and synthesize your noises. Right. Then we move to Head Without a Heart which kind of describes Paris as kind of being love, you know, kind of dumb, but a nice guy. Right. Following his heart, but yes, exactly. Not, not thinking about his decisions. Then we had that straight ahead song, which is the one where they're caught in the storm and they're kind of getting whipped around and getting ready to boat crash. Oh yeah. What could go wrong? And then head. Yes. Yes. Yep. And then there's perfect stranger where he meets Helen on the beach and he instantly falls in love. It's like, bam. Then she sings about how she's, you know, married and everything, but she she's not happy in this long time coming. And then we meet the court of Greece with business. And then we meet Achilles, who comes off looking very much like a heavy metal badass with right. backup singers. Yes. Some very <laughs> cheesy backup singers. I will say that's the only thing I don't I don't jive with is the exceedingly cheesy doo-wop backup singers of Achilles. Now I can understand a man with ambition. For 
fortune and fame But I'll tell you, nothing ever comes to fruition Through secrecy and cowardly games You know, man, I thought I had friends Would stick by me through You know what, for whatever reason, it worked totally worked for me I don't know why, I don't know why it did, but it totally worked for me And then there's Any Fools Could See, where Helen helps him escape and then Thief in the Nights where Menelaus loses his, his cool and sends everyone mm-hmm. off to do it. And he's like, and if any Greek yeah. traders uh, helped him, well, then bring me back their head too. And you're like, yeah. uh-oh, uh-oh. And then uh, Trust in Your Heart, he, he's, you know, Paris is singing to Helen about, hey, we might have done something really, really dumb, but hey, I love you and it's going to be all right. And then uh, we get the the Paris introducing Helen to his parents and they're like, dude. Let me get this straight. You've been gone for what? <laughs> Five days. And then this time you yeah. managed to waylay all hopes of a trade breakthrough. And not only that, then you say you fell into their queen, so you stole her away. Right, exactly. Which yes. is the most sarcastic yeah. delivery of music I have ever heard. I love that delivery because it's just, <laughs> it's like Barry chewing out Adam in the Goldbergs. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> funny and, comparison. Let me get this straight. Harris. You've only been gone for what? Four days? But in that time, you've managed to destroy all hope of a trade breakthrough. And not only that, but now you say you fell in love with their queen, so you stole her away, right? Right. Much to the distress of some powerful Greeks. Well, look on the bright side, Father. At least he didn't stay for a week. <laughs> And then we get, uh, then that's the first act. And then we get the second act, which is 10 years later. And we get Hector. Uh, the Trojan army. Uh, you know, saying, hey, guys, here we are. We're we're the proud warriors of Troy, defenders of Troy. And here they come. And we got to fight. And then we get for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And then we get the 10 years on. And then the What Price of Friend, which is, I think, one of my mm-hmm. favorite songs. Okay. Then we yep. have Love Has Power, which is, I guess, the big single ballad from the two of them from it's the like show. It's like the, yeah, right. It's the, if there was a single from this, that would be it. Yeah. And then we have the beggar where Menelaus dresses up and cosplays as an old man to check out <laughs> Helen's, Helen's, uh, where she stands on things. Right. And then right. we get the prayer from Ulysses. Ulysses prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when the Trojan horse comes up from the bottom of the stage, according to the stage directions. And at the end of the song, he's standing on it. Like he's sitting on this giant wooden horse, which oh, I cool. would love to see. Yeah, no kidding. And then we get the horse and the rider where they kind of talk about the trick for the horse. And then we get your song with the the drunken Australian Greeks. Inside, outside. Mm -hmm. And then we get the balance shifts. And then we get, again, what could have been a single, this O Paris. Because this is another song that could have very easily been a single.
Oh yeah, right. The, and the duet between U.S. is no, no, the Oparis uh, with the it's Cassandra just singing about like giving the recap of the show. Oh, okay, gotcha, okay. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then uh, then there's finale where it all kind of everyone's dead and you know. When Menelaus realizes that uh, he might have won the war, but he lost his wife and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it's all. So I will say that some of these songs existed before this musical in other forms. Like John had a song called O Paris, which was basically the history of the Trojan War, but he reworked the lyrics for the musical. And I think Love Has Power was also a song that existed before this musical and he reads oh, really? some of the lyrics. Yes. Okay. And so just kind of built, like changed the lyrics to fit and then kind of built the, yes. the mm-hmm. show around those two pieces, yeah. which, which works. I mean, they're, they're powerful, um, powerful songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Loved, as I mentioned, loved inside, outside. Um, really the whole, the whole first act, not, not to say that I didn't enjoy the second act, but I really did enjoy the whole first act. And I think it was because that I listened to in the car and you're able to pick everything out more in that kind of listening environment because obviously you're focusing on the road, but you don't, you're not like uh, playing a video game or yeah. reading or watching, you know, watching some the YouTube video or something. Yeah, or you're not, you're not off. typing into spreadsheets right. or whatever it is you need to be doing. Exactly. While you're at home. Exactly. Yeah. It's very focused. Yeah. Exactly. Um, also, for whatever yeah, no, reason, for whatever yeah. reason, uh, when you're in the car, uh, I feel like however the speakers are set up or whatever you do with mm-hmm. your own volumes, you pick up more musically and lyrically in the car. There have, I agree. There have been yeah. so many songs that I've listened to my entire life or my entire the entirety of owning an album that I get mm-hmm. it in the car for the first time. I'm like, oh, that's what that says. Or I never recognized that synth line before. And it just happens because that's the way you are in the car. There's something to that. It's just something about... The the acoustics usually from all sides you're getting the audio. I mean, I think you're yeah, I think you you pretty much nailed it. Yep. So yeah, I I I it's funny because I have both versions and I listen to the cassette version way way more. In fact, like I had moved the cassette version down onto mini disc <laughs> so that I could have it on mini disc <laughs> and protect the, the cassette disc. tapes. I love it. Is the uh, gotcha? And so the um, uh, is it because the songs that they brought in? for the 2008 version were, uh, or 2003 version, you don't like as much as the original. Okay. So that's the thing is I like them. It's just that in my mind, you know how you, you listen to something gotcha. over and over again and you're ready. Oh just yeah. Your sense memory is that one song follows another song. And when totally the- even, even like, God, I've got albums that I listened to that I had the vinyl record on a cassette and I listened to those cassettes so much that when I hear the digital version and there isn't a skip or a pop or something in a specific place, it feels so totally weird to me. Yeah, my, my favorite story of that is I had uh, the Roundabout by Yes on a by vinyl. Yes, uh-huh. And yep. it had this giant scratch in the middle of the organ solo. <laughs> and I listened to things so often that when I got on CD, I was pissed that the record scratch wasn't there because I expected it every time. And to this day, I still actually go, eh, whenever I hear it. Because <laughs> you're, you're just expecting it. It's funny how how true that is like 100% true. Like you, you know, you get so fixated on a part that when you finally don't hear it, even though it's the better quality and I'm doing air quotes, the better quality version, it doesn't, there's something missing Mm -hmm. to it. 
Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so, you know, these new songs, they were, they exist and they fit fine within the scope of the musical and I'm, they're well recorded and they, they, whatever, but for whatever reason, they just stand out and they slow down the story for me because for me, yeah. the story is these two, you know, these four sides for each yeah. act or these two sides for each act. And when these extra songs are in, it's great that we have this bonus material. Yay. Bonus material, which I'm always down for, but mm-hmm put it on in the third disc and tell me where it belongs. Don't, don't jam yeah. it into my musical that I've been listening to for the better part of two decades before I. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, very interesting. Yeah. I'm looking at a list that shows which things were added to the, uh, to the 2003 and then a couple things added to the 2008 version yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Far too many Kings. And then, yeah, very interesting. Uh, is there a place online where you can watch the play? Like, is it, is there probably YouTube videos of individual songs? Yeah, there are some YouTube videos out there that are, um, like I said, they were done from the 2004 and I think there's a couple from another production. Okay. Uh, but they're, you know, they're, they're fine. They get the, I mean, if they, they scratch (laughs) that itch, if you're looking to see something, Uh uh, lots of them are versions of business because that's the one that has the most voices and, you know, some of the biggest production value, I guess. But uh, there's lots of versions of John English singing like Love Has Power and, you know, Trust in Your Heart with other female singers, duets in concert and stuff like that. Then there's a little YouTube snippet for the 2017 re-recording, the production they did there. Uh, Has interviews with people who'd kind of taken on the mantle of the new shows and, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's super short, but it kind of whets your appetite and you wish there was a cash recording, a cast recording of that. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And as a podcaster, I want to reach out to some of the people who were in that and say, Hey, I'll interview you and we can talk about this as long as you give me music from it that I can play. <laughs> a little trade off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Why not? Uh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Um, very cool. And and obviously I found it on Apple music. Is this also, people can find this on Spotify oh, yeah. if they want to listen. The best yeah. way to look for it is to really just search John English Paris because there's okay. so many things yeah. with Paris. There's like Notre oh, Dame yeah. and there's Paris, you know, uh, springtime in Paris or American, American in, in Paris, Paris or all this other yeah, stuff. There's, exactly. Yeah. Even if you look Paris musical, you're, it's going to be a while before you finally yeah. get down so to this the, 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 the SEO for most efficient searching would be John, J-O-N, English. Yeah. Paris. Yeah. Awesome. So, so yeah, my, my 13 year old loves this. In fact, right now uh, she's reading the Odyssey. And mm. so she's, you know, tying in all the things she learned from the musical. Perfect. The whole Ulysses. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So yeah, it all right. works out. So she's having a great time with that. In fact, her English tutor that she has, she's like, have you, have you heard of this? Do you know this? <laughs> and her English t- tutor lives in New York. And so, uh, she's all in because she's, you know, again, an English major in New York, which means she's probably a theater person too. So she loves it. Oh, sure. So she's yeah. like, how'd she find out about this? Because my dad, and you know, tells a story of me and the guy from Australia. So if it weren't for Adam, <laughs> Adam Bolter, I think his last name was Adam Bolter. Uh, okay. He, he, I owe him everything because this musical has, I mean, it's one of those ones that's been with me now for a very, very long time. And I still you know, from time to time, we'll get a wild hair and put the thing on and listen from front to back. So mm-hmm. most of the time though, I've got a few of the songs on my phone. So I would get in the car and hit shuffle. And so, you know, business of <laughs> the leader will show up or O'Paris yeah. will show up. But, you know, for every now and then you got to listen to the whole thing from front to back. 
for sure. I feel like that's that again, with the exception of a couple songs here and there, that's kind of how you have to listen to all things like this. It's it's like getting one song off of the the middle of side two of Abbey Road. It's it's like, all right, yeah, uh, Maxwell's Silver Hammer can stand on its own or Polythene Pam can stand on its own, but it's way better as a part of the whole the whole thing. And also and, the sound um, palette that's used is very specific. It's a very yeah. It's it's dated. There's a there's a dated sound it is, to it. But it doesn't feel like the other pop songs that might come before or after it. Yes, exactly. You can't have like 1990s crowded house and then lead right. into this and not go, whoa, that doesn't sound right. Exactly. Even though they might be from the same time period. Yeah. It's, it's a very different there's uh, a sound certain, palette. There's the a right. certain sound yeah. palette and there's a certain song structure that's very, very, very musical. And yeah. uh and it's not something I typically hear either. Maybe it's John English and his Australian influences, but there's there's something there that's also just unique sound wise. No, I totally, totally dig it. And uh, this is this is one of those things that I'm that I see myself listening to uh, again in the future. And and I'm so glad that it kind of triggered this discussion, this this idea of another thing for me to make you listen to because. Boy, having this back to back with that, I think is is really going to be better than having an entire season of regular soundography episodes separating them. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think okay. the audience will like it. I'll enjoy it. I think it's yeah. Why drop? Why drop a carrot so far in advance? Right, exactly. And that you know, I'd never remember it. I'm not going to remember it. Yeah, I, I'd probably put it in notes somewhere, and I'd go, "Hey, you wanted me to listen to this?" And you're like. Oh yeah. Um, well, I don't know if we have time now. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and I'm looking to see there is a there's interestingly a 2022 version of Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds. Oh God, don't listen to the special edition, which is 149 songs. Uh, not that you would have been likely to do that, but it almost looks like it takes out. So the one that came out in 1978. That's the one I'm familiar with. That's the one I want you to listen to. I don't know what's different about the 2022 release because it's 13 songs. What's his name? Jeff what? Jeff Wayne. Uh, W-A-Y-N-E. I'm going to look and see if there's an explanation of what the different versions are. And don't listen to the new generation version either. That's good, but that's not the one you want. Um, let's see here. Uh, the 2022 Life Begins Again tour. This was used as a soundtrack for the uh, War of the Worlds for the Sinclair ZX Spectrum home computer. <laughs> Which, yeah, I don't understand. Like, like as a what? A game? Or there's also a, a CGI version from of an animated film. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many. Like, look at that. Yeah. Video games. Ooh, this Sinclair has ZX Richard Burton, Liam Neeson. Wow. Yeah, that's the new, that's the new version. Which is really good, but I don't. I, I kind of want you to listen to the original, the uh, the the nineteen seventy eight version, two thousand six Wembley Arena to a two DVD or DVD release. <gasps> oh, really? It's region two, so you'd have to have a region free DVD player. Looks I like. do. I do have one of those, but if it's available there, then it might be available. I wonder if it's uh, anywhere streaming. Uh, there it is: the new generation alive on stage. That one's 2013. Oh, not available anywhere. But that that would be, God, that would be a great version to see right there. Oh, yeah. We, uh, Carrie Ellis from Wicked. Ricky Wilson from Kaiser Chiefs. That's the one with Liam Neeson. Yep. 
Oh, I got to find, I got to find, well, I guess I can find it by just getting the, um, the Blu-ray or the, the DVD. And, uh, so you've got a region free Blu-ray player. I do. Okay. Once we hit stop, I have a question for you. Okay. It's, it's one I got when like Blu-ray players first came out and there was this one you could hack. Uh, I guess I'm I'm saying a lot of stuff that I shouldn't say. Well, no, I've got, I've got three of them that are all region free code free. And oh, uh, really? yeah. I love them. In fact, I was just watching, um, uh, uh, uh what is it? Uh, Gary Anderson, like the Thunderbirds and Captain mm, Scarlet mm-hmm. watching a documentary that I bought just the other day. Oh, cool. Very cool. So 1978 is the one I'm looking for. The 1978 version. Yeah. Again, I can't tell if, if the 2022 version, let me see if I can compare the two because, um, let's see. Ooh, it says it's per genre, progressive rock. Look at you. Yeah, I know. Listen, <laughs> Brian's recommending Prague. What's the what's going on here? So let's see. Redweed, Spirit of Man, Redweed Two, um, Redweed, Spirit of Man, Redweed Two, Artillery Man, Brave New World. Oh, well, okay. Oh no, that's got Forever Autumn in the first part. Um, one hour thirty five minutes. The one from that's probably the best comparison is one hour, 44 minutes. So the one, yeah, 1978, whatever, whatever time they took out of it, you don't want to miss any of it. It's all so good. So it looks like, uh, is it just that last thing, the Eve of War and Forever on a medley bonus track? Maybe that's it. Yeah. Spirit of man, 2009 bonus track. So it really is. Okay. So I take that back. The 2022 version just just removes the these two bonus tracks that were added to the end of the 1978 version. So, you know what? 2022 version probably has a higher quality. It's Dolby. It is. It's Dolby Atmos, lossless. That's the, listen to that one. Okay, and where is it? Where is it? Oh, Apple Music. Okay. Yep. All right. Probably Spotify as well. If if uh, um. So I'm gonna pull this up real quick and see what this is. Cool. And I'm not seeing, golly, I'm not even seeing the DVD. Okay, so uh, it looks like on YouTube. Yeah. Or whatever this oh, is. Oh, really? No, it's ok.ru, whatever that is. Um, here, I want to put this in our chat or our text. Chat, okay. Because it's a link and it looks like it's the DVD. On some kind of streaming site, Lolly Russian. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. You're sending me a link? Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, it looks like we have to yeah. log in to watch, and I don't feel like logging in. Uh, but I'll still send you the link because maybe you. Yeah, send me the link anyway, and I can. I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll use my VPN or something to protect my. Uh... I'll just stick it in our chat because for some reason I can't get. Yeah. That's easy enough. Hmm. Hang on. It's coming through on our text because I couldn't get Discord to load up on my Oh, interesting. Computer. It showed up. In our- I'll bet there's, I'll bet some of it's on, uh, on YouTube though. Now that you say that, let's see if there's, 
There's one with uh, Richard Burton, Justin Hayward. Oh, it's an hour and 53 minutes. We're yep. the world's live original cast, Richard Burton, Justin Hayward, Jeff Wayne. Yep, that's the one I just sent you, except okay. it's on a site that's probably not as quite as uh, uh, likely to steal your information. Yeah. You know, this um, quality-wise, this looks great. I mean, I don't know if I'd say... Because it's a live version, obviously. Mm -hmm. I would say still listen to the 1978 Apple Music version, but if you need to see this afterwards, then... Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Love it. <laughs> all right. So for the everyone for keeping for those keeping up, Paris yes. the Musical is available on all streaming services. Look up John, John. John English, no H in, in John, yeah. but there is one at the end of English. Yeah. And then it's John English Paris. That'll get you right to it. Um yep. and then we're listening to uh Jeff Wayne's nineteen seventy eight War of the Worlds. Correct. Or the twenty you can listen to the twenty twenty two version, which just takes off the two bonus tracks, which are just remixes of of earlier songs. Okay. And then so, also it looks like the video, the DVD that we discussed is also available on various and sundry streaming sites. But the one that had dot ends and dot RU, I probably wouldn't use. Just just don't me. don't do that one. Yeah. Don't go to that one. <laughs> I don't need Putin uh, tracking me down because I watched a, a Prague concert. Right. Right. <laughs> well, I have to yeah, say, I'm very, very glad you like this. I'm always yeah, I totally loved it. It's yes. one of those things that it means so much to me that when uh -huh. I introduce it to people, I I I don't know if I it 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 scares me people won't like it. Um, you know, I think, but if you if if you go in expecting if you're someone that likes uh uh Hamilton or um chess or other musicals of that ilk, you'll 100% love this. Yeah, this is very much, this is very much like, uh, I don't know, it's it just, it's one of those atypical musicals, musicals that came out in kind of a weird period of time. I'd say between 85 and 96, we had this weird kind of experimental time in musicals where yeah. they were introducing a lot of, you know, a lot more rock elements and it, it wasn't like hair and Jesus Christ Superstar and and, you know, Joseph kind of rock elements. It was actual like, hey, this is going to have a rock song in it. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. they were kind of mushing a lot of styles together. And this is this was one of the ones that came out of that time period, I think. Yep. Yep. No, and it's a good one. It's, it's, I, I love the, the intermixing of the rock and the, the other musical uh, elements. So. I had a feeling you'd like it, but there's always a yeah. chance that, that, you weren't going to like something you were going to not catch whatever it was throwing. And you're like, what the hell did you make me listen to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, all right. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Hammond. And uh, thank you, uh, dear listener for being a supporter of uh, soundography on Patreon. It, you know, we, it, it's why we do the show uh, because we know you love it. Not because you give us money, but because we know you love it. And, uh, and because uh, obviously supporting us shows just how much you, you want us to keep doing the things that we're doing. So thank you so much for that. Uh, stick around next week. We'll have uh, war of the worlds, Jeff Wayne's war of the worlds, and we'll enjoy the hell out of that. I hope uh, in the meantime, this is Brian Witt saying on behalf of Hammond Chamberlain, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time right here on soundography. 
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>